Blog Talk Radio. Started coming to America in like 
I feel like September or no, maybe summer. Exactly. Maybe like July or something. Oh, I can't okay. remember. But yeah, that year. Right. <laughs> so bring us up to speed. What have you been doing since you were last on the show? Oh my goodness. Um, I'm trying to think. Since I was last on the show. Um gosh, I've done a number of projects since that. Um, let's see, after coming to America, um, I did um Jungle Cruise. Um actually no, I did Jungle Cruise before coming to America. It didn't come out until twenty twenty one. So I did Jungle Cruise, um, Rap Baller season five, um, then coming to America. Then after coming to America, I jumped in. It was kind of the pandemic, you know what I mean? Like we were all going through that mm-hmm. um, in 2020. So, you know, for like the first six months of 2020, I wasn't doing much of anything. And then I booked Bullet Train. Um, so Bullet Train, and then after Bullet Train, I booked a film called um, The Mothership, which starred Halle Berry. It's not out yet. And Omari Hardwick, it's a Netflix movie that will probably be out hopefully by the end of the year. And then right after that, I did another film with, um, I was department head on The Mothership, and then I was personal to Omari Hardwick on The Mother, which is a film starring um, he and J-Lo. And that will probably hopefully be out by the end of the year as well. Currently working with Channing Tatum as his personal on a film called Project Artemis. Starring Scarlett Johansson and Woody Harrelson. Nice. And that's shooting in Atlanta. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. And then right now I'm actually in I'm in New York for D.L. Hughley is hosting the Daily Show for the next um four days. So you know they're bringing all the, all these celebrity hosts. Oh and, nice. um, so I'm here. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's nice. so um, yeah. And then go right back into Project Artemis on Friday. <laughs> busy, busy, busy. Listen, it's talking to y'all on Sunday, okay? Like, really? <laughs> right. <laughs> well, I appreciate you talking to us, finding some time for us. I appreciate that. Of course. Uh, of course. Um, well, I'm listening to you talk about the different projects, and, you know, some projects you're department heading, some projects you are personal Tell the listening audience for those who are working in film and TV and who may not know, but tell tell us a little bit about what department heading is and what being a personal is and how and, and how they're different. Well, a department head is a huge responsibility. I mean, we're talking about the overall design of the project while ensuring continuity throughout filming. So you're responsible for lead actors, supporting actors, stunt, and background actors. There's a lot of collaboration and testing before shooting starts. You got to read the script. You got to collaborate with the director to help bring his vision to life. You work closely with the hair department and costumes and setting looks for your actors. I mean, no two projects are ever the same. You could get a love story with basic beauty makeup, is which is pretty simple. Or you could get a big action film that requires a lot of FX work. With both, mm-hmm. I feel like I know for a fact you have to choose the right team to help you deliver. You know, it's, it's very important. Um, 
a personal makeup artist is similar responsibilities, except you're only dealing with one person. You know, you're still talking about, you know, collaborating with the director about, you know, what his character, what he wants his character to look like. Um, You're also collaborating with wardrobe and um, hair, depending if it's a female, you know, a male, the hair part is not so important. Um, Like with Channing, his hair doesn't affect my makeup, but I, I work closely with wardrobe because actors have tattoos now. You know, so you collaborate with wardrobe to figure out, okay, if he's wearing X, Y, and Z that's showing his arms, if he's got arm tattoos, i got to now cover tattoos, you know, and that could be every day if they decide they want his arms out, if he's got, you know, a love scene, if he's got body tattoos, you know, you you ladies know the whole tattoo situation is no fun. So, you know, that's (laughs) what we have to do, but. A personal makeup artist is just a lot less responsibility, but you're still, you know, you still have to ensure continuity, you know, and um, you might have to help out with a person, you know, if the department head needs your help. You know, a lot of times you don't have to. Usually they, I mean, as a department head myself, I always take care of stunts. Um, But every now and then you might need, you know, a personal makeup artist. Hey, can you jump in? And, you know, depending on, you know, your load for the day, you might ask, you know, for a favor if you can take care of, you know, their, their stunt person, you know. So, um, but, yeah, I, I enjoy both. I really do. I enjoy the challenge of um, running a department, you know, and building a team and, um, and, and watching that vision come to life, you know. And there's nothing glamorous about our job. The glamorous part is that you're here, <laughs> you know, when you get to right. see all of that hard work, you know, that went into, um, you know, the movie, and, uh, and and you get to see it all come together. So that, to me, is the glamorous part of our job, getting dressed up to go out and, you know, um, you know, with your coworkers and, you know, with some of your talent, and, and, and that's the fun part, I feel like, you know, of our job. Yeah. Um, you you mentioned, you know, the team. What would you say, would you know, makes a great makeup artist, um, at least a makeup artist to, like when you're looking for, when you're building your team, what do you look mm-hmm. for in a makeup artist when hiring uh, someone to be a part of the team? Well, the first thing I look for is um, attitude and demeanor. And if I don't know someone, then I'm certainly going to inquire from, you know, another department head or, you know, someone that's worked with this person, you know, to find out work ethic, you know, attitude, energy, easy to get along with, team player, you know, all of that stuff really matters. Because at the end of the day, I'd rather have, you know, a makeup artist who's not strong but they have a great attitude and they're a team player and they're going to absolutely be there for me no matter what, you know, as opposed to somebody who's really great at their job. But, you know, there's a lot you have to deal with, with the ego and the personality and all that comes with that sometimes. And it's no fun when you work long hours, you know, as a team, you want it to just be like a mesh, you know, and if the ball is dropped, boom, somebody's picked it up for you. You know, and um, and that's so important. You know, a team that you trust, and Absolutely. they trust you. Yeah, it's funny because 
you know, you can easily teach someone to be a good makeup artist or a better makeup artist, but you can't yep. teach, you know, <laughs> all that other stuff. Character. You know. You can't teach character. Yeah. You, can't you can't teach, teach that, integrity. No. You know what I mean? Nope. And mm-hmm. um, it's so important, you know, to, to just – and you can't teach people communicate. You know, if there's right. an issue, communicate. You know, like come and talk to me. Like, like I would come and talk to you. You know, and that's huge factor. You know, being able to being open and being able to you know to talk to somebody. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, you guys are department heads, so you know, what what are some of the things you look for? A lot of the same things that you're saying, Um, (laughs) and you know, it's. You know, it's funny because I used to, like, I guess when I was, like, first starting out and then as the years were going on, I used to look at some department heads and be like, they always have the same people on their teams. And then, you know, the more I learned and the longer I've been in this business, I now, like, I see exactly why, you know, and – I hear other people talking about, like, they so-and-so never hires anybody, and they always use the same people. And I'm like, um, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, I totally get it. For me, it was yep. just something that I noticed. I never, I never, you know, that never made me upset. It's just something that I always noticed. But for some people, they get upset over it because they think that the yeah, department do. heads don't, don't want to hire, hire them. Or, you know, they take it personal. And for me, I'm like, no, it's, it's, you just don't get it. Like, you don't understand the things that department heads have to go through each day on a set. Each day. You know, and, each day. And people don't get that it's more than makeup. Like, whether, whether you're a department head key or whatever your position, being on these movie and television sets is more than makeup, you know. Yep. And so it's, it's makeup plus <laughs> all this other stuff. Like you said, it's, yep. not, it's not glamorous until you get to the premiere, you know. And so, right. um, you know, my, the, big thing, the big thing for me is character, you know, and yep. somebody that I can yep. trust, you know, yep. somebody that I can and, you know, trust. And, and for me, I feel like department heads don't want to hire drama. They don't want drama. They just want peace. They want people that they know that are going yep. to be peaceful, They're going to, that are going to be good energy and bring a good energy to the team and to the trailer yep. because we do work with actors, and we, we transfer yep. our energy to the actors. And yep. we don't need drama. We just need peace. It's so true. It's so true. I mean, I feel like people have an assumption, you know, of a department head when they start, especially new people coming in, you know. And I have a mm-hmm. good friend of mine yeah. who is starting to department head, and he's called me, and we talked, and he's like, Merce, like, I had no I Now I understand a lot of what you've been sharing with me, you know, because you don't get it until you act here in this position. You really don't. I mean, there are some people that get it because they just want to come in and they want to learn. They're, you know, they're hungry, you know, but they're just there to, like, sponge off of you and do whatever you need, no questions asked. Those are the people that I'm looking for all the time. You know, so when I see department heads that have that solid team that they bring with them all the time, like you said, I get it because, you know what, there is no explanations needed with that team. Like, that team already knows what the department head wants and needs, period, you know. 
And it just everything just flows so much easier when you guys understand and you get each other, you know. That yin and yang really does matter, you know. And at the end of the day, there's a lot of stress involved, so much more going on outside of the makeup. That's a, that's a major factor is getting everybody ready in a timely fashion. But you got emails coming, you got texts coming, you know, you got all of this other stuff going on, you know, behind the scenes that a lot of times people don't know about, you know, and you don't necessarily want or need to share your stress with them, you know. If anything, you want to act like you're not stressed, you know, so you can keep your department running smoothly because, of course, like you said, you know, your energy is projected too. So, you know, if I, right. if I if somebody senses me being stressed, I don't want you to, if I say something to you, I don't want you to take it personally. I want you to try to de-escalate what I'm feeling. You know what I'm saying? Don't ask yeah. me. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because this is not about you. It is never about you. You know, and I think a lot of people fail, you know, in, in that aspect of our business of taking things so personally, you know, as opposed to, you know what, let me fall back. Let me see if I could do something for her. Let me see if I, you know what I mean? If I could take some of the weight mm-hmm. off, is there anything I can do? I mean, I, you know, it, it's so, it, it's so appreciated when somebody comes from that space, you know, mm-hmm. and that just stays in the back of my head, you know, for my next project of, oh, I'm calling her or I'm referring her or him, mm-hmm. right. you know, because they were great, you know, they get it. You know, I came from the school of, you know, if the boss says something, you did it. If you made a mistake and the boss <laughs> says something, you correct it and you keep it pushing. <laughs> it's like, right. okay, it won't have right. boom. All the back and forth exchange and, you know, you got to tell me about your feelings. Oh, my God. You know what I mean? Like, I, <laughs> this is not the time or the place, you know. It's mm-hmm. like, so it's refreshing when, you know, you see people you know, you say something and they just, boom, they got it, you know, and I wish more people really understood, you know, how important that is to somebody that's that's running a department. And even when you're talking to talent, it's the same thing, even as a personal, you may get an actor that's difficult, you know, and if that person is difficult, you can't be going back and forth. (laughs) It's like, you have to, you know, you have to get in your head that, okay, my only job is to make this person comfortable and happy when they sit in this chair, you know, and get them out of here in a timely manner and figure out a way, even as irritating as it may be sometimes for you, you know, it's like, but you got to, you know, flip the script and just change your mindset that this is not about me. This is about them, you know, and, and really understand that they may be stressed out for whatever reason. They may be nervous. They may be going through something at home. Like, you just don't know. So I really try not to judge, you know, if somebody comes in, you know, like, and then and then when you give that energy, that calming energy, it's like I find that eventually they calm down. They don't come in that way anymore. Yeah. You know, but if you agitate them and they feel you being feeling irritated, because, you know, when you touch somebody and you're irritated, they can feel that energy. <laughs> you know what I mean? And yep. just like if somebody's doing your hair and you could tell they're irritated or stressed, you know, and it's like the way a person is touching you, you're like, okay, like, that's very unpleasant to feel that, you know? Especially if you're at work. Absolutely. Absolutely. With that, with, with that being said, 
How is no? First of all, how long have you been working in this business? Gosh, I started makeup probably when I was like playing, really playing in makeup when I was like thirteen, and I started modeling when I was fifteen, really runway modeling. So mm-hmm. I really started really playing, playing in makeup when I got in like probably nineteen twenty, and then I got in the union in ninety nine. You know, after much, you know, doing freelance work and just all kind of stuff. I worked for Mac for a year. Like, I mean, you know, you name it, I did it and did a lot of free work, you know, which I don't mind doing. And, you know, that free work actually really helped to elevate me, you know. Um, And just being easy, trying to just be easy to get along with, you know, and and, and just doing what needs to be done with a smile. Yeah. Absolutely. I think – so you mm-hmm. you got in the union about maybe three years before we did, um, and pretty much the same thing, you know, working at the different cosmetic lines, um, pretty much doing everything, working with a lot of photographers and photo shoots and mm-hmm. all that, just you yeah. know, whatever. And wedding, it, it felt like you know, all of wedding, <laughs> all of it, yeah. And it felt like back then there were nowhere it's near as many makeup artists back then as it is now. Um, oh, yeah. Social media took it to a whole other level. Oh, my God. Social media and MAC Cosmetics, I say. I always say. Right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> what are some changes in, in the business in general that you've noticed um, since when you first started? I think social media is probably one. Social media for sure is one. Um, I would say I think anybody can be a makeup artist today. Mm-hmm. I think that that is, you know, anybody can decide that, okay, I'm, I'm a makeup artist, you know. And um, if you have the confidence to, to, you know, say I'm a makeup artist, you know, then you practice whatever. I mean, there's like... I feel like sometimes I I wonder, it's one thing to do your makeup every day, and it's another thing to do different skin tones, different facial structures, different features. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I try to understand the dynamic of when people say, you know, their makeup by, you know. and, Mm -hmm. um, And listen, I respect everybody's hustle. I'm not mad at anybody that's out here doing their thing, you know, but... It's definitely a lot of people are beaten to a different beat than how we came up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, there had to be some, you know, I mean, I never went to makeup school. I don't know about you guys. I didn't. Um, but I definitely trained under, you know, some people who who taught me well. And I'm a fast learner. You know, and I was always into color and, and, and beauty and, like, skincare and all of that stuff, like, from, from a young, young age. And um, so, you know, I just pick up stuff really quickly. I'm just one of those people that, you know, I'm kind of like a sponge. And um, so when I came into the business, you know, of really wanting to do this, because I didn't know I wanted to be a makeup artist. I didn't really start professionally doing makeup until I was in my 30s, oh, you wow. know, like really, really pursuing it, you know, as a career, mm-hmm. you know, like really able to make money. You know, I mean, I was in my 20s when I was doing, you know, stuff here and there, 
you know, but it really didn't really take off till I was in my 30s. And then I really didn't hit it, hit it, like, you know, till I got in my 50s, mm-hmm. you know. So I tell people, well, this has been a grind, you know. And I see a lot of people that think this happens overnight because there have been some people who have been lucky on social media that turned into, like, you know, makeup stars overnight, you know, from TikTok and from whatever, you know, they're doing marketing and, you know, but, you know, a lot of us have been at this for a really, really long time, you know, and, um, you know, so it's, it's, it's levels to this game. And, um, you know, I'm proud to say that, you know, um, I worked really, really hard to get here. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I've noticed, um, more recently, maybe within the last two or three years, I would say, um, a lot of people, I just remember the days when, um, you know, I'm not going to say it's hard, but I remember the days when, you know, getting in the union, it took time. Um, yeah. I remember, um, and from, and it, you know, maybe a little different on the East Coast because, I I started and got in the union back in Maryland where I'm, and Maryland is a union state, so it was no working on a non-union shows, you know, anything like that to get my days. Um, right. Everything. I mean, you know what I mean? Like it wasn't like oh, you can jump on a union show to get days. It didn't That's work like, like LA. that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, exactly. For sure. So my sister, on the other hand, is here in Atlanta, and um, but even though Georgia is a right-to-work state back then, you still had yeah, to – Yeah, you couldn't um, just jump on a union show. You just couldn't get on – yeah, exactly. You just couldn't jump on a union show. And so one of the differences that I'm noticing today is that there are a lot of people, um, they're so focused on getting in that I feel like they they miss all the good stuff. You know what I mean? Like sometimes sure. to me – to me, the journey is is even more important than the destination. Like, you're going to get there. One way or exactly. another, you're going to get there at some point. And so mm-hmm. it's just like getting all that you can get, learning all that you can learn while you're trying to get there. So a lot of people, they're so focused on reaching out to union makeup artists to try to get days on a union show when there's so much going on, you know, independence and, and other work that you could do to get union days. But I've noticed that a lot of the makeup artists here lately, once they get in the union, they want to go straight to that makeup trailer. Like, straight to the trailer. That's, straight that's to the trailer. their goal. I want to work on the trailer. And they feel like yeah. if they're not working on the trailer, then it's not important. And I'm like, when did working in the background not become important? Exactly. That's I'm one of the most like, important jobs. It's that's background. the most important like, job. Do you know how much a background will mess up the look of the show when yep. everything else is perfect? It's beautiful. And then the camera lands on one of the background actors, and yep. you're like, oh, my God, somebody missed that person. Yep. Somebody, don't let it be Don't let it be like a period piece where you know the makeup was wrong. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. And, yep. like, and because you're busy, totally you didn't even have it. time to catch it. Because you didn't. Exactly. Right. Exactly. So you know? my thing is just like, 
they totally go past all of that. And now once they make it to the trailer, then the next thing they want to do is they want to be department head. Yeah. And, and so have I'm no experience like, at all. No experience. No experience. And, you know, and, and they, oh, any, like, I can do that. I can do that. I can do that. And I'm like, no. oh, my God, what is this no. about? But I, that's the one of the things that I noticed in the film and TV part of the business is just that yeah. people are in, so, in such a rush to be the head of everything. Yeah. And they then miss, they, like they you miss said, all the little important stuff. Miss the journey. You miss the journey uh-huh. trying to, like, be the star. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's like, mm-hmm. and listen, being a department head, it's like, it is not easy. It takes training. You know, it takes experience. Mm-hmm. It takes, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You falling flat on your face sometimes. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. like, wait a minute, hold on. And honestly, for me, I think, you guys, I think the best experience that I ever had, and I tell people, all they're like, oh, what do you suggest that I do? You know, people that want to start in this business. What do you suggest that I do? And I was like, I said, one of the first things I think any makeup artist should do, I said, go work in a department store. Go behind a counter. Mm -hmm. Because guess what? You're working with people because that's what our job is. We're working. Now, they're celebrities. They come in Mm -hmm. all shapes, colors, and sizes the same way they come and sit in that trailer chair, all shapes, colors, and sizes. But you actually get a real learning experience. You get to build your kit while you're working behind the counter. You get to have you know, exchanges with unpleasant people, with pleasant people, you know, you can yep. play makeup artists with people, you know, and you can, you know, you, you, you kind of can make your mistakes there because if you sell somebody the wrong product, they can't come and return it. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it's like, well, this color didn't really work. And you'll be like, oh, yeah, you know what, maybe this one. So you, it's kind of like it's, it's really, it's a, it's a great learning curve to me, mm-hmm. you know, of, of just really figuring this game out and really understanding customer service because that's really what we're giving in that trailer. That's absolutely <laughs> right. Customer service. Right. You know? And, and that's we the are same thing with women in background. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Background is everything. I mean, and you have to find a strong person to run that background department. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you have to find a strong person who knows what they're doing and who knows how to delegate responsibility and make sure everybody is doing what they're supposed to be doing. Because a lot of times we just don't have the time because we have so many, so much talent coming through the trailer. We have to trust that person. You know what I'm saying? To, and a lot of mm-hmm. times you know, I'm, I will always try to make time, you know, to find a way to pop over the background and make sure everything is being run smoothly. But you know what? There might be a day where, damn, I'm not going to get over there. I'm not going to be able to see them until I get to set, you know? So, and then when I get to set and I see that, wow, okay, background looks great. You know, it, it feels good when you know you've hired somebody that you trust and, you know, then they come and they make sure you got supplies for the next day. Because there's a lot of stuff that people don't think about that you have to actually think about. But when there's somebody there that can help you think about and remember that stuff, you know, because a lot right. of things can fall through the cracks. You know that. A lot of stuff can fall yeah. through the cracks, you know. And, um so that team is very, very important, you know. It's mm-hmm. very, very important. And communication is key. Don't ever assume anything. Always ask. Always come and talk to me. You know, let me know what's going on, you know. And, and just have that respect, you know, not only for your boss, but for the rest of your team. This is not a competition. Right. You know, we're not competing Absolutely. with each other. 
we're like here to like make a film, you know, and we're here to right. show that, hey, and especially when it's all black people in the trailer, that's really irritating to me, you know, when people aren't getting along or there's an issue or whatever the case may be. It's just like, oh, my gosh, guys, you know what I mean? Right. I, I yeah, just, it doesn't have to be that way. It doesn't have to be that way. It just doesn't have to be that way. No, have, you know. Have you have you ever experienced any situations where you being um, you being a personal and someone else was the department head? Have you ever had any experiences where you know the department head for some reason either didn't like you or just maybe felt threatened by you because maybe you were the you know you were the personal to the star of the show? Have you ever experienced anything like that? I have, for sure, you know, mm-hmm. but, um, but I, you know what, people like that, I, they cannot even phase me. You know what I mean? I completely ignore that energy. You know, if anything, I'm nice. You know, I'm not going to engage. <laughs> I'm just not going to engage. So, and, know, if it, and, can, and if anything, you're taking a weight off of their shoulders because you're taking care of the yeah. stars. Yeah. That sometimes can be heavy all in itself. So, you know, but people get a little funny, though, too, because, you know, a lot of department heads want to do the star of the show. So I, I can For sure. imagine sometimes if personals come in, especially if they didn't know a personal was actually going to be coming. Um, but, yeah, those I mean, nine times out of ten, you know at this point, at this stage of the game, you know if a personal is coming. You know what I mean? Like you, you, nobody is not knowing, you know, at this in 2022, 2023, you know, you you know if somebody, because a lot of these, these celebrities, again, there's a comfort factor for everybody, just like a team. That's, they're, they're comfortable with their team. They're comfortable with their person, you know. And, um, oh, yeah, and there's that's, nothing that's wrong with doing, that. That's when you're doing big names. But when you're doing somewhat newcomers and they're coming with the personal and the production mm-hmm. hasn't told you, <laughs> that's a little different. I haven't had that experience. So, you know, with somebody that didn't know that I was coming, no, I have not. And, you know, and I think that only happened with me one time, I can think, you know, when the person was a little unpleasant. Um, but mm-hmm. I, I just, I, I, I can't engage, you know, with, with, with nonsensical behavior, you know, because, you know, you, you're too busy trying to do your job you know, to deal with somebody else's insecurity because yeah, that's basically all it is. You know what I mean? Especially so, when it comes I mean, from the department head. That's when it's ridiculous. Yeah. You know, I just, you know, the film I'm on right now, so lucky because, you know, I walked in and she even said the same thing, the department head. Um, she was like, she never, we never, none of us have ever worked together before. And we have the best trailer. And she complimented us in the trailer because it's me and um, two other guys. We're in the trailer with her. So it's me, Channing's barber, Eva Scarlett, and then Scarlett's hair person. And she said the other day, she said, you know, we have such a nice trailer. God, this movie is almost over. And she's like, you know, like she's going to miss us. And I was like, we do have a nice group. You know, we really do. And her team is great, gracious. Everybody is nice. Because you never know what you're going to walk into. You know what I mean? You never know. You know, and especially at the level, you know, that some of these makeup people are, you know, they've done all these big movies and work with all these A-list people. You just never know what you're going to get, you know. And, and I have to say, 
my last few movies, I've been really lucky, you know, and, um, um, you know, with department heads. So, um, so yeah, I mean, I've been a department head, but I've also been a personal. And um, Which do you prefer? I, you know, to be honest with you, I don't have a preference. I actually like mm-hmm. the mix of the two because I actually enjoy running a department, but I also enjoy the freedom that you get of doing just the, the one person, you know, because now you're not responsible mm-hmm. for all those. Like right now being with Channing, I love it because this is a big period movie. And, you mm. know, it's a lot of responsibility, a lot of background, you know. Right. And so, it's you know, it's it's a lot. You know, it is very challenging. You know, and then you have producers you got to deal with. you got budgets you got to deal with. You know, it's like there's just, you know, a lot of factors involved. You know, oh, I want to bring in, you know, 15 makeup artists. We can only afford 10, you know. And it's like, wait, what? <laughs> you know, so. You know, you got to figure all that stuff. Now you got to find ten makeup artists that are available. You know, oh my and, god, um, it's, it's funny that you're yeah. saying all of that because it, it just it makes me think about um, when we were on Till, <laughs> and you know, being a period piece, and um, so we thought, um, you know, were we're you going in and Atlanta? we're breaking down the script. Yes, we were here in, in Atlanta. We shot kind of all over Georgia. Um, okay. But we were we were you know thinking like okay we're breaking down the script we're gonna need all these people for all these days you know and we're figuring everything out and and so the producer wanted you know like our um, our breakdowns and so we're giving them our breakdowns and I think by the time I finished with my breakdown I had like you know like a hundred and seventy man days <laughs> and so <laughs> and so me and the hair department had and. And he's coming back to us, and he was like, uh, no, we can't afford this. And so, you know, me, I'm just trying to, like, work it out and, you know, try to right. readjust the number so that, you know, I can help them out a little bit. I get it. I understand. Right. And I think I cut it down to, like, 150. <laughs> he came back to us and was like, <laughs> no, we can't do this. <laughs> well, I'm just like, okay, well, how many days do you have? And he, they gave us 50 man days. And we what? looked at him, I mean, like, like, well, I, didn't, I don't even think I – I can't even say I looked at him. It was probably over the phone. I just went back to him. I was like, are you kidding me for a period piece? <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. Oh, my God. But, yes. And so when it was all said and done, we had to make those 50-man days work. And so we – I mean, you know, of course you have to get creative in, in how you do this. And so we kind of worked it all out. But then over time, they were able to give us, like, 20 more mandates. But, yeah, right. that was the thing. But in, in, but in saying all of that, it didn't even matter whether he gave us the 70 mandates or the 170 mandates. It was a struggle trying to find people who, one, were available, two, were vaccinated. Right. And not just one right. vaccination two vaccinations. They had to be double vaccinated in order to work. So it was a struggle trying to, you know, call around and text people and trying to find people who could, and you couldn't like, there was one girl was like, well, I'm actually going to get vaccinated tomorrow. Can I still work? And it's like, no, 
You got to be vaccinated. Yeah. You got to wait the two weeks and all this stuff. So, yeah. you know, back then in 2021, it was still a little different. And so it was, it was a struggle. And I'm like, I don't, you know, those are the kinds of things that people don't see when they're looking yeah. at, you know, department heads and keys and all that. That's the kind of stuff that they don't realize is happening all day, every yeah. day. You know, yeah. what we do has people forever changed because of COVID. Yeah. 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 When you book people, then they mm-hmm. cancel. You know what I mean? And it's like, yeah. oh, damn. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's like, it's, it's a whole, it's a, it's really, it's a song and a dance that you kind of like have to make it work every day. And sometimes, you know, it's like, what, what, yeah. wait, what? Some days it works really smoothly and other days you're just like, okay, we got to figure this out. And the bottom line is this, no producer wants to hear your woes, okay? That's <laughs> right. That's right. To hear your woes. Yep. And it goes mm-hmm. the same for any, like, and I don't care to hear your woes. You know what I mean? Like, I mm-hmm. just don't care to hear them. When you step into this trailer, yeah. you know, it's time to go to work, you know? Time to and go to work. we got to hit it. Mm-hmm. And we got to get it done, That's you know? Right. And like I said, try to yep. get it done with a smile as much as you can. You know, right. and be paying right. attention. Because right. I noticed, too, a lot of people don't pay attention. A lot of people don't look at the monitor, you know, no. and uh, everybody's looking at their They're phone. looking at the cell phone monitor. <laughs> yep. And I'm just like, okay, you know, it's, it's it, you know, I am, um, that is a, that is really a pet peeve of mine, you know, of people not paying attention. Yeah. You know, yeah. but when I see it, you know, I will go and say something. Like, I don't mind people looking at your phone, but please, you know, every other take, every couple of takes, get up and look and make sure everybody's good. Make sure nobody's sweating. Make sure nobody's shining. You know what I mean? You guys are here to work. You know, once the makeup is on, your job yep. is not over. You know, so. Absolutely. Like, Absolutely. And you know that. You know that. You know, yep. and I shouldn't have to tell you that, you know, and I love when I see people just that automatically just get up and they go in there. And, and, and those are the people that I'm like, okay, I'm calling them back. You know, I'll definitely be calling her back, you know, and, and that's what you want. And that's what I tell people all the time. I said, at the end of the day, when people hear your name, you know, I'm like I said, the hope is that, oh, I really like working with her. Oh, she's good. Or, oh, you know, she's great. Or, yeah, I would absolutely hire her again. You know, oh, yeah, call her, you know. You don't want to hear the opposite, mm-hmm. you know. And the bottom mm-hmm. line is, everybody is not going to like you. That's that's on any job. That's right. You know, you're that's not right. going to get along with everybody, and that's okay, you know. But you find your people yep. that you know that you get along with, and that gets you. You get them, and you guys do good work together, and keep it pushing. You know, it at the yep. end of the day. You know, exactly. Hours are too long. That trailer space is too tight you know, for to have this bad energy moving, you know, and it's like, it, it's, it's just so good for anybody, you know, and I want anybody so coming true. in, you know, to have my back front and center. <laughs> exactly. You know, exactly. no matter what, if you hear the AD say something about makeup, please come and tell me, <laughs> you know, yep. like come and, say, right. and mm-hmm. alert me that, you know, because that's me. The first thing, if I'm working under somebody, and I hear something, I'm coming straight to her and I or him and say, hey, you know, just FYI, you know, boom. And it's, oh, thank you so much for sharing that. You know what I mean? Like this, like, oh, you know. Right. How else, or, or else they'll be, you know, like bamboozled later, like, oh, you know, and then you'll feel bad, like, oh, damn, I wish I would have said something. You know, it's like, 
Mm-hmm. It's like that's your boss. Mm-hmm. You can still communicate with her, you know, and let her know what's going right. on. You know, right. ask questions. And don't assume you, you're supposed you're supposed to have her back. Yeah. You know, you you're, go suppo- to you're not there you just to do the back. Yeah, and I love when, like, yeah. like when, for instance, like a key or even a third will say, hey, you know, we got all this background people working. Hey, Merce, we're coming up on, mm-hmm. you know, um, six hours. You mm-hmm. want to break some people? Oh, yeah, please. Right. Thank you. Let's break some people. Yeah. Yep. You know what I mean? And so, yep. And because a lot of times you're not thinking about that, you know? So it's great right. that you have somebody that, you know, that actually is like, you know, two steps ahead of you. Like, Mm-hmm. I love that because I'm like, oh, you know, this girl's just got department head quality, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, they'll go far. Yeah. They will go far in this business. Exactly. You know? exactly. And and I always, you know, am encouraged and excited when I see that happening, you know. Yeah. Young people that just come in and excited to work and excited to be here, no agenda, no motive, <laughs> just – you know, glad to be working and and like a little sponge, you know, just soaking it all in mm-hmm. and and just happy to be here, you know. And yeah, and I I feel like you know that should be the energy that you bring to any job, you know. Yeah. Yep. Leave those well, agendas and motives at home. <laughs> exactly. You were saying, Merce, that. Um, you really started, I guess, in film and TV when you were in your 30s, and you really, really got going in your 50s. Um, mm-hmm. Do you still love it as much now as you did when you first got into it? And then also, where do you see yourself um, in this business within the next five years as far as doing makeup for film and TV? Well, I absolutely still love it. Um I really enjoy my job, and I take pride in it, you know, major pride in whoever I'm doing. And, um, you know, I try to go the extra mile. I try to make it an experience, a pleasant experience, a memorable experience, you know, for them. And I actually care, you know. I care. I'm very into skin, you know. So skin first over makeup, you know. I might get on people's nerves, you know, like, okay, I need you to do this math tonight, <laughs> It's like, mm-hmm. instead of you rushing, thinking you're going to go home and go to sleep, just do this for 30 minutes, you know what I mean? Like, so, but it makes a difference. This is a moneymaker is the face, you know, the right. I'm really, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm really into that. Just, just, you know, creating, you know, a, a calm and comfortable space, making sure you have, you know, the right music playing, you know, and everybody's different. You know, one person's love of music might be different because, you know, you want to create a vibe in your trailer. So that's important to me. All of that is exciting for me still, you know, in this business. And um, I will always love makeup. You know, I, I, you know I, and I'm still learning, you know, especially FX stuff. You know, I learned so much on Bullet Train from my key, Richard Rubberson, who's amazing. And um, who was it? From all the greats, huh? Who did you say your key was? His name is Richard Redlison. He was my key on Bullet Train, and um, I think he's up for, he's up for he's nominated for Gaslit. Um, um, he's an effects in artist. In the awards, is he an effects artist? Yes, he is. 
Yes, yeah, I think I know who you're talking really, about. Yeah, he's really good. And, you know, what a yeah. great guy and easy to work with. You know what I mean? Great attitude. But, you know, so all of that, you know, just talented in every way. Um, and um, the next five years, um, I am actually, I think you and I had this conversation, but, you know, I am, you know, taking – major steps now into getting into producing, but even on whatever I produce first, I'm absolutely going to be in the makeup trailer still. <laughs> right. you know? and, um, yeah. Oh, you know, it's got to look right. I don't trust anybody yet. <laughs> right. Exactly. But, uh, you know, not on my production. And um, so I would absolutely <laughs> still be in the trailer for sure, you know, and um even if I'm just consulting, you know, but I, I'm such a hands-on person, you know, um, I would I would still want to be, you know, in the trailer um, because that's such an important space. People don't realize, we, you know, we're the first people that, that actors see in the morning, you know, mm-hmm. outside of right. wardrobe, you know, um, they go in for their fittings and stuff, then boom, you know, they, here they come and, and they see us. So, yeah, mm-hmm. um, I love that part you know, of our business and, um, and, you know, eventually, obviously as I'm getting older, you know, lugging around makeup bags and getting, jumping in and out of trailers, <laughs> you know, with chairs <laughs> and bags and stuff, you know, that, that does get a little bit old, you know, your body starts to get a little wear and tear, but, you know, I still love it. I still enjoy it, you know, but, but yeah, I'm, I am for sure trying to, producing has always been a huge passion of mine and um, I am, I am segueing my way there, you know, and um, mm-hmm. and I'm excited about that next chapter of my career. So, you know, when, when you so mentioned yeah. um, when you mentioned still doing the makeup and you know that you're getting on the trailer, I thought about I can't even remember what show it was because she's worked on a couple of things that we were on, but I remember when it was some show that we were on and Debbie Allen she was directing. And mm-hmm. every morning, every morning she would come to the trailer, <laughs> and I would, I would, oh, just, I would uh, love step up. I would, it was it, it was either step up or survivor's remorse. I can't remember which one, um, uh-huh. but I used to really love that when she came to the trailer. But everybody else was like, "Oh my God, she's coming to the trailer! She's coming to the trailer!" But you know, <laughs> you know, as the director, she she very much like the producers. You know, just kind of wanted to kind of see what space the actors were in. And yeah. Like if, if, if we were doing some kind of effects, you know, she kind of wanted to kind of see the process and all that kind of thing. Yeah. I really enjoyed her doing that because I'm like, no, like, yeah, she should know. I feel like producers and directors should know what we go through, not just with the makeup, but, you know, there may be talent on the trailer who may not be having such a great morning. I think they should right. know that long before, long before the talent gets to the set, they should know that when they're on the trailer. So if it's taking a little bit longer for them to get ready, then now you know why, because they keep getting up, walking out of the trailer to go cry, or they keep getting up right. you know what I mean, to go go yell on the phone or whatever it is. But I, I like it when they come <laughs> and just kind of see what's I going agree. on. I agree. Yeah. I love when a director steps because it's so rare that they do come in, Very you know, because rare. they're busy trying to get their day going and they're mm-hmm. scheduling. And so when they do have the opportunity to come in, you know, to chat with an actor or just to say good morning, 
I'm trying to think, what director was it that used to come in all the time and say good morning? I, he could just come in every day and say good morning. I just came and say, and it'd be yep. like, wow, you know, that's so sweet. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember what director it was that did that. And we were all so impressed, um, you know, with that. And but we loved it, you know. And mm-hmm. then, of course, sometimes he would be there to chat, you know, and, and – uh, to his actors, you know, if they were in a chair. You know, sometimes the actors wouldn't even be there yet. But mm-hmm. he would still come in the makeup and yeah. trailer and say good morning, you know. And I thought that was just the sweetest thing ever, you know. And I was like, wow, you know, that's, that's really nice, you know, because I, well, I know you're busy. So, right. you know. Um, but, yeah, you know, you kind of just, for me, I feel like, you know, you want to lead by example of, you know, and when I when I see producers and directors, you know, I'm always fascinated by the different, you know, varying personalities of really, really nice versus very, very aloof, not that friendly. Like, you know what I mean? So you just, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And it's like, and, and I already know exactly what I don't want to be and what I don't want to ever do, you know, and um so I've been taking notes for a very long time, you know, um, and just been being, you know, way, you know, behind the scenes, you know, in the crew, in the trenches, you know, and of course we get to see a lot of things, you know, a lot of stuff fall through the cracks, you know, in, in the producer's arena, you know, yeah. and, um, and a lot of the stuff that we don't get to hear and see that they have to go through sometimes, you know. And um, which is why sometimes they are in a mood, you know, and mm-hmm. um, and they're not that talkative or friendly, you know, especially like line producers and UPNs. Oh my God, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you know, their life is not easy, you know. They got to budget everybody's department, so you know when they come and they ask you, you know, can you can you fix them? Because nine times out of ten, when you give them those mandates, just like you said, you know, it's like okay, well, I'm gonna let me take this down. And I don't even really fight it for them because I know when the day comes, when the day really gets here, that, okay, we really need, like, you know what I mean? So if you don't give me this, then you're going to, this is really going to take a long time. And it's gonna, then they'll find that money. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They'll find that, you know, that in the budget that, okay, we can probably get maybe two or three more people in here. And it's like, okay, cool. So which is why I don't really, I don't trip when they, when they do that at the top, you know. What, what they don't have, you know, and um, I'm like, okay, well, let me fix this and let me go back and, you know, and like you said, until you, you, you wound up getting an extra 20 days, you know, of, of man days. And a lot of people are like, what are man days? <laughs> and for anybody <laughs> listening, you know, man days are the days that we have to hire extra people to come in and help, you know, people to come in and do background. Yeah. And sometimes those mandates equate. Yeah, sometimes those mandates equate to maybe like two or three people working on one day. So that's three mandates used. Yep. Yep. So you know it's it's and that's all part of your budget. You know, then you got to budget your supplies, Mm -hmm. the money you're spending on supplies. You know, Mm -hmm. some actresses like X, Y, and Z. You know, and. Yeah, but when you're a number one and number two, you can kind of get away with, you know, what they want, you know, um, but. Right. 
You know those good old budgets. <laughs> Got it. Don't want to go over budget. <laughs> right. Want to stay within your budget. You know. Right. So, but um, but what were like what were I, of all the challenges that you guys? Because you're now nominated. You know, congratulations for Till. Thank um, you. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. What were like? I think if you had to think of the biggest challenges that you had making that film. What do you think your as department heads? What do you think your biggest like maybe like two of your biggest challenges? Uh, I would say for me, one uh, one of the biggest challenges for me was actually finding people to work, and um, mm-hmm. you know who were who were vaccinated because they they were not, and we were tested every single day, and and you know. Because we actually had, we actually started with one young lady who was going to be our third, and then um, because she wasn't vaccinated and she refused to get vaccinated, she couldn't work. And so then we, you know, we had the challenge of finding someone who could. Mm-hmm. So we found someone else who could do it, and then that person got called back to a television series that they worked on last year, and so. You know, so then at the last minute she pulled out, she couldn't do it. And so it was like, you know, getting getting yeah. someone else to do it who um I think we may have we may have like asked this person before, but she was going on to um she was working on another show and so we kinda approached her again about it and she really wanted to do it and so she talked to her the person that was gonna be her department head and so, you know, and they worked it out and so she was able to join us. So that was that was like an initial challenge, but again, just finding people to work who were vaccinated mm-hmm. it that was like one of the toughest things you know like i said mm-hmm. even if we, even if they gave us the one hundred and seventy mandates, it was going to be tough trying to just find people to work on those right. days that I wanted to have eight people. there was no way I was going to get eight people. there was no way it was absolutely so now no the way. struggle is real so we, <laughs> yeah, the struggle was real, so we ended up calling in some. Some we ended up having to call in quite a few non-union people, but luckily for us, they were people that we got as referrals, and they were people who had been working on different shows, so they were a little experienced. So we didn't right. have to um, really, you know, the only thing we had to make sure is they, that they got the period right. Um, but right. other than that, you know, that was like the main challenge. And then I guess another big challenge also was um, the content. And just trying to um, kind of like keep it all together, you know, because we, our lead actress, I mean, it was like every scene, it was like she was crying. I mean, just literally wailing at something and, you know, just trying to keep it all together because it, I mean, it got kind of got tough, you know, just to, I mean, knowing that she, the way she was handling the content really was so beautiful the way she played the character. And then, you know, when right. when they cut, and it was time to just, you know, for them to, like, change the camera lens or do whatever, and she had a little break. You know, she was laughing and joking and smiling and just really having a good time and keeping up laughing and joking. And we were looking at her like, how in the world is she doing all this? Right. You know? Because <laughs> it's, it's like, I mean, she's playing this heavy role, and then she comes back to the back, and she sits down, and she's, like, really cutting up and doing all this stuff. And, I mean, had us in tears laughing at the silliness, you know what I mean? But it's like, right. <laughs> I, it, it was just crazy. So, you know, the content got tough. I always talked, you know, on a lot of panels they would ask about, 
you know, like um, how we handled, um, you know, a lot of the content and everything. And I was telling, I was mentioning one time how one of the hardest days on set for me was actually, you know, I was on set to, to kind of touch up my actress and she didn't want to be touched up. And as I'm walking away with the tissue box in my hand, you know, the first AD is asking me to, um, to give our DP a tissue. And so I'm walking, you know, onto the set to give him a tissue, and I'm looking for him like, well, where is he? And he's over in the corner facing the wall, just bawling, crying. And I'm like, you know, I'm trying to call his name to give him a tissue, and he wouldn't turn around. It's like, and I just had to put my hand on his on his back and just kind of like rub his back. Like that was that was tough for me to watch because it's like, okay, he's not even an actor. You know what I mean? This isn't an actor having a tough time. This is a DP for God's sakes. Wow. Was it so from it's the like, content? So just to see how. Shooting? Yeah, it's from the content of what we were shooting. Damn. Yeah. So it's so it's like it's kind of tough to see things like that. You know what I mean on set and how, how it actually affects other people. It was a little crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think for me it, it was, was hard making sure making sure like like some of the stuff that my sister was saying was also, you know, challenging like finding the people and that kind of thing and then just, you know, keeping it together because there was, you know, like we were saying there's a couple scenes that was just really 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 heavy like that funeral scene um um you know and then like when she goes to the train station to receive the body like and then the actual her standing inside the funeral home looking at the body, it was like those were some scenes that were just really, really, like, tough for people. Um, mm-hmm. But it was just one of the things was just making sure that just staying on top of the look. Like, I always say my sister and I grew up on, you know, grew up in this business on period films. When we first started, that's, we did a lot of period stuff, you know, working in the background. So, and I'm so thankful for that experience. Um, right. You have to the realize journey, some of it. Yeah, and you have to realize that some of this stuff, like, for instance, with this particular uh, movie, none of us grew up in the 50s. You know what right. I'm saying? So uh, we, we didn't grow up in that period. So it's a matter of just, you know, knowing the period, knowing the look, and then making sure that you communicate that with the other artists because, you know, a lot of them younger than us. So, you know, they definitely don't, you know, know the period. And it's one of the things I don't like is like when you see a period uh, TV or film and, and it's this modern day approach to it, you know, and I kind of don't like that, you know, now if, if that's what the, the director and all of them are looking for, okay, that's one thing, but I hate, you know, seeing this red that you know did not come from that period. Like on right. somebody, it's not about a brow and a red lip, you know, it's more than that. And so exactly. just making sure that every person that you hired got that and they understood that. And then they, and they didn't miss a beat. Like, you know, I'm, I have plenty of people that I cover, but I'm going through on some of these big days, in the courthouse, walking through, looking at all of the background, making sure that, you know, first of all, you yeah. know, this, these acrylic and gel nails and all, some of these background actors who are trying to hide because they don't want to take anything off and 
or making right. sure that there's gloves to be, you know, it was like, so, and it's trying to teach the person that was watching over background and the background artist, just trying to teach them, like, look, you have to pay attention to this. You right. have to. You know, and if these people refuse to cooperate, you have to go to the person that's over, you know, the, the, the AD, the somebody from the AD department that's over the background, and you have to let them know. But they cannot, you know, because it's just like we are saying earlier, it's so important. Everything else might look perfect on the principal actors, and then you get, you see one time when the camera flashes on a background person and it, something's off. So you, never, you don't yeah. want that, you know. So that was, a, you know, a big challenge, um, just trying to make sure that everybody got it. Yeah. That's a huge so. challenge. It's a huge challenge. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, you know, it, it is it, it's so important. It's so important. Mm-hmm. You know, especially when you're watching the movie and you see your talent, and the next thing you know, one of those extras walks up and literally stands right next to number one and is all Mm -hmm. like, wait, what? Because you know what, the Mm -hmm. AD department, this is what people don't know too. And and I've learned right away, I'm always looking. Like as soon as we're on set and they start setting up background, I'm looking right away because I, you know, I will bring, I will personally bring when I'm free, Bring some of the background in here. Bring me, mm-hmm. just bring them mm-hmm. in here. You know, let's, let's run them through here. And even during COVID, I didn't care. I was like, I said, because you know what? It's just they matter, you know. And then when mm-hmm. I get to set, right, and I see them have some some crazy looking person standing next to number one, I'd be like, okay, wait, wait, wait. Can we switch her over here and put her over here? You know what I mean? It just makes more sense, just you know, the look wise. And because a lot of times you don't have time to do full hair and makeup on everybody, you know, because there's just so many people. And like you said, with the when, with budget cuts, you know, and you're shorthanded, not everybody gets the full 100%, you know, especially BG. So you want the people that you actually got to spend some time on, you know, you actually want them to be at the forefront, you know, and then you have people that you need to be, you know, in the back, in the real background. So, that's just something that I'm always looking at. Like, is there any way we could switch this person out, you know, put this person here and put this person here, you know? Mm-hmm. And and I know this wardrobe does it too. Like, you know, whatever they have on, you know, it's like, oh, wait, no, I want to put this person up front. That's actually who I learned it from was wardrobe, you know? And mm-hmm. I'd be yeah. like, oh, yeah, no. You know what I mean? Like, we got to switch this, just move this person in the back, you know? And the AD department well, is like, that's what we had to do on you know, let them know. Yeah, yeah. That's what we had to do until we had to work it out with with the with the um, ads until you know we had like a little system like you know the A group, the B group, the C group. Like the A right. group was the group that was like fully touched and good to go, and the B group, you know, they may have like had maybe you know maybe it was something about them that wasn't totally perfect, so they would kind of go behind the A group. And the C group was like those are the people that we didn't get to. So they can they not be, be their anywhere own near the camera. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. 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 That's yeah. how we manage those 50 mandates. Right. And then you also, everybody, and during COVID, remember, everybody is supposed to come in with their makeup already on, background. Mm-hmm. Remember? That's I right. don't know about mm-hmm. you guys. That's right. But people are yep. supposed to come, yeah. Yeah. like, makeup ready, and then we go in and we tweak, you know? And mm-hmm. so we don't have... But, of course, you know you have some people who are going to come in with no makeup on anyway. Oh, I didn't know. Oh, you didn't know. Right. <laughs> Let's tell everybody. <laughs> right. 
you just want to come in here and get your makeup done. You know what I mean? So I'm That's like, it. okay. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you get all kinds in, in our business. You get all kinds, you know? So, and, yeah. um, and then you got to wind up rushing and trying to throw some makeup on somebody who didn't get the message, you know? Yeah. 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 And you but still got to deal with those is. people who come in with with all the ear piercings and, and you know. Right, tattoos. Tough. Let's talk about tattoos. It's, it's tattoos. tough. Period. <laughs> tattoos. Yep, yep. Tattoo cover. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, people got sleeves now, you know. Yeah. On their legs, on their mm-hmm. arms, on their chest, on their neck. You know, it's like, oh, my God. Yep. Behind the ears. <laughs> so yep. It's like. On their fingers. Oh my God! You know, mm-hmm. yeah, it's like you fingers, have, Yep. Yeah, and you got to cover it. You just and there's no no getting around it. It doesn't be covered. There's you no know? getting around and, it. Nope. And again, when you bring in non-union people, that's another factor. Can you cover tattoos? You know, cover, you know what I mean. That's important. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Can you do the work? Mm-hmm. So you know, and mm-hmm. it's, it's awesome. You know, when you when you find people, especially non-union people, you know, who come in and like, and they get it. You know, it's like, oh yeah, okay, I got to call her again. You know, she was good. You know, mm-hmm. though she's not in the union, but she she was good. Did good makeup. You know, was on point, and you know, because that's what people don't realize. We, you know, I know I'm a people watcher. I'm always watching and paying attention. You know, I, yeah. I rarely yeah. much. <laughs> I can't catch everything, <laughs> you know, but I am definitely, you know, paying attention to what's going on and what's not happening, you know. So, and that's part of our job, yeah. too, you know, um, and making sure the team is running smoothly. And um, so, you know, it, it's, it's, it's the plate, the, our plates are full as department heads, you know, and um mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think there should be, you know, a, a real respect and understanding for anybody that steps in to take a position, you know, um, as a key or as a third, you know, to really understand, you know, what what entails, you know, what all we go through um, daily, you know, and to just right. really like help us, you know, keep everything running as smoothly as possible, you know? Right. Don't need no wrenches yeah. thrown from the team because the wrenches are going to be thrown every day, period, from other directions. So you can't mm-hmm. be having wrenches thrown from your team, you know, because then everything, like, starts falling apart, you know? so Absolutely. It's it's just something for you know that people coming in should really think about and um, and realize that you know if you want to get in this game you know attitude and energy and excitement you know and really and just hard work really matter you know but I'm a absolutely attitude, attitude is everything you know good attitude you know you take direction well take criticism well. You know, take correction well, <laughs> you know, and mm-hmm. uh, not too talkative, you know, because you got people coming in with all the talking, chatty cappies, and, um, 
something that everybody should, you know, should be aware of too. Sometimes, you know, talking too much is can be a problem. I've had actors, you know, definitely say like, oh my God, you know what I mean? It's like, why does this person talk so much? And, um, you know, because when actors come in, a lot of times they, you know, they're trying to remember their lines in their head, you know, so, and as much as you want to chat it up with your actor sometimes, you know, now if the actor is chatty, that's one thing, you know, but if an actor comes in and you're just trying to make small talk, you know, it's like you just kind of have to read the room. And I, I think a lot of people need to learn that. Read the room, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yep, you yeah. just don't so, know how to uh-huh. read the room. That's huh. the first step. <laughs> that's a, that's right? the first step. <laughs> right? Read the room. Yes. Read the room. Read the room. And understand, you know, that these people are here for a job. And that's the luxury that we have of having such a great job and it's such a fun job. You know, but it's a job, you know, and we get to dress, you know, casually and comfortably most of the time. Oh, that's another thing I want to talk about just real quick. Uh, Work, professional workwear. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god Let's talk about it (laughs) At work Okay I think people forget That we are in a work Place You know it's not Mm -hmm. an office But technically it is an office You know Mm -hmm. And I I, I really don't You know I try to understand and, And try not to judge You know when a person is getting ready for work and you know, um, it, it's 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 fascinating to me sometimes, you know, how some people thought certain outfits were appropriate to wear to work to you know to, to work. And it's not just me. Yeah. You know, you have talent no. commenting. You have producers commenting. You know, it's just it's like okay, you know, eyes looking. Now you may think you look cute. You know, I don't, whatever, whatever the motive was that made you dress slightly inappropriate for work, you know, this is not a club. You know, this is not a pickup spot. You know, this is actually, you come, when you get dressed to come to work, you should dress appropriately. Exactly. And, and, and clothes, clothes shoes, <laughs> you know. I mean, you can yeah. wear, you can wear the clothes that, that's fitting, but please, not so tight. And if you and if you want and again, to wear, we're not like, judging. Cover yourself up, like you know what I mean. Cover yourself right. up, right? Like saying, like you, you, listen. We all know there's one thing to dress to go to the to go to a restaurant, to go to dinner, to go to lunch, to go to the mall. You know, when you're on your free time, hey, dress however you want to dress. But when you're coming to work, you know, think about it. Just think about what's and I don't care what anybody else is wearing. You know, it's like, and that's part of the problem, too. A lot of people, you know, see other people dressing a certain way, you know. And I know I have a, no, I know another department. I'm not even going to say her name. But she's like, oh, girl, I have sent people home. Wow. Put a jacket on. Do you have a jacket? Put a jacket on, you know. And um, it's like, because it's a workplace, you know. And it's, and it's not to judge anybody, you know, because everybody's super sensitive now about you have to be so careful with how you say things, 
you know, and and no, you can't just come dressed the way you want to dress, you know, not to work. You know, this is a work environment, you know, and you should dress accordingly. You should dress professional. And it's really just that simple, you know, and it's not it's not rocket science to figure out what's professional and what's not, you know, so. Absolutely. But it's just food for thought, you know, yep. for people listening, you know, coming yeah, to the absolutely. workplace. <laughs> We've all seen the inappropriate workwear. Crop tops don't work, okay? <laughs> no, they don't work. <laughs> and part of the reason part of the reason why is because if someone says something to you inappropriately because of the way you're dressed, then it's going to be a problem for you. So yeah. how about let's not create the problem by coming, you know, dressing inappropriately. Yep. You, I mean, sometimes yep. you can't excuse. Yeah, I mean, it's... It's a tricky situation, but it's really not that tricky, and it's just just don't do it. It is a tricky situation with with certain people. It's a tricky situation, you know, and um, and you do have to be careful, you know. Um, but there's a way to deal with everything, I, I, you know, in a tactile and tasteful way, because I don't ever want to hurt anybody's feelings or you know, make them feel silly you know, or less than or, you know, insecure in any way, you know, but just, hey, you know, and, and if I give you that note, then by all means, hey, you know, take it seriously, you know, and because nine times out of ten, it's not just me that's looking and commenting, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. so um, I'm trying to have your back too. Right. So yeah, right. You know, I'm not trying to make fun of you. I'm trying to have your back. You're part of my team. So, you know, let me let me let me nudge you on this one. You know, and don't take it personal. Be like, Oh, okay. Well I was in a rush. Or you'll I, be surprised. What... Go ahead. Yeah, you'll be surprised what producers you'll be surprised what producers notice. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. <laughs> And a lot of times you won't hear it till the end of the movie. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, wow. Absolutely, yep, yep, <laughs> like, yep. They won't say anything till we're almost done, you know, and then it's like, yep. wow. Okay. You know, and That's so it's like, like yeah. I'm, I'm really coming from a good place giving you a nudge here, okay, like seriously. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I, you know, that's just food for thought too, you know, is is just, you know, being professional in, in every way, you know, attitude, energy, you know, how you carry yourself, how you present yourself, you know, all of that really matters, you know. And you you never know who's paying attention to you. You just never know, you know, who's watching you. So That's right. Absolutely. But, uh, all right, well, ladies. Thank you so much, Merce. Yeah, listen, we could talk all night, okay, about work. Right. <laughs> but I know you have to work in the morning. <laughs> I do, I do. <laughs> but we appreciate, uh, you know, just appreciate you just jumping on with us. Absolutely, it was my pleasure. Thank you. I'm honored you guys to have any time. It's, it's always Thank lovely you. talking to you ladies. All right, well, we'll see you when you get back to Atlanta. Yes, we'll have to go for another cocktail. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, guys, thank you so much and have a good night.
Okay. All right, you too. All right, you too. Bye-bye. 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 All right, we have gone well over time here, you guys. So thank you guys for tuning in. We greatly appreciate it. Um, you can follow us on social media. Uh, where, where are we? Where are we? Twitter, we are beauty underscore talk. Instagram, beauty underscore talk underscore media. And Facebook, beauty talk online. You can follow me at Janice Tunnell. That's J-A-N-I-C-E. T-U-N-N-E-L-L on all social media platforms, and you can follow Denise at Denise Tunnell. Anything else you want to say? I think that's it. All right. Thank you guys again for tuning in. Have a wonderful evening, and have a beautiful and blessed week. Good night, everybody. Good night.